What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And it's another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, we're back. Hopefully, you guys had a great week. My week is uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> now, if you don't know, I am doing an album. And uh, the name of the album is A Kid from Queens. Just A Kid from Queens. Um, this will be my third album. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do it because... Um, there was no real You didn't reason. have enough things on your plate. Right. There was really, it wasn't enough reason. I got, you know, we got a couple of opportunities where a couple of labels wanted to sign me and I wasn't sure which way I wanted to go. So I just chilled out for a little bit and this independent label came up to me and pretty much it wasn't about the money, which is funny, right? Because usually it's about the money with me. It wasn't about the money. It was just about the freedom and the independence of me being able to own my stuff and me being able to have fun and there was no deadlines and they said basically envy do what you want to do and that's what we're going to do so my first single comes out august 11th mm-hmm. it's uh featuring fetty wop and then i have my next single coming out labor day weekend which is featuring fabulous and a boogie right a boogie with the hoodie so both those records are dope i'm excited for the world to hear them yeah, they're kind of beyond dope actually oh uh, you're, you're my number one fan no this isn't because you know i'm not fanatic like right. i'm not one of those a lot of times you'll come to me and bring me a beat and play it in the car because mm-hmm. that's like we can get all the bass in the car it's not sufficient if we listen to it in the house according to you right but you play it in the car and i'll be like yeah it's okay like if i heard it on the radio like my first instinct wouldn't be to bob my head to it it's all right like that's how i usually find myself right responding if i hear something and it makes me want to dance it makes me want to move if i want to hear it over and over and over again but more importantly if i hear it and i like it the first time because a lot of the things that i like now on the radio i think that i like because i feel as though i've been trained to like it okay like it's in rotation so much it's beaten to your head so much that you just begin to like it you get used to it mm-hmm. but both of these tracks, I liked the first time that I heard it. I'm so I'm actually really, really excited. Because you're a tough critic, so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> I am. I am. I actually, I, I love them. So, so look out for it. Again, uh, the Fetty Wap joint comes out August 11th. It's called Texture Number. And the um the one that's coming out September 11th, I don't know the name of it yet, but it's Fabulous and A Boogie. Right. You know what I wanted to start the show with today? And Gia has no idea what we're talking about today, which is great. I love when we do this. I want to discuss... The clothes that you wear and the clothes that women wear. What? All right. Let me explain it. Sometimes. What kind of topic is that? Oh, this is an easy topic. This is a great topic. Sometimes you post something, right? Okay. And, or I post a picture of you and I'll see a comment like, she's not dressed like a mom. She should be dressed like a mom. And, and it bothers me. Does it really? I'm I'm you know, and the reason I say that is what is a mom supposed to dress like? You know, if my wife. You know, before I I, I give my opinion, you know, let's talk about what quote unquote wives and what quote unquote mothers should be wearing. You know, now we we have all seen your your, your pictures on Instagram and and social media and you wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. And I love that about you. So let's talk about some of the sexy outfits you wear. And do you feel that you go overboard with the outfits that you wear? (laughs) You're asking me if I feel as though I go overboard. Um, No, when I get dressed, I don't think about um what people think i just think about what i feel comfortable in and of course i consider where i'm going and if i'm going somewhere that justifies a certain type of clothing then that's what i wear but do you ever look at somebody else online and say wow she's not dressed like a mom oh no i may not like what someone else is wearing 
And I might have an internal dialogue to myself where, you know, I might love what somebody's wearing. I may not love what someone else is wearing, but that's just my opinion. The reason I bring this up is because when I see comments, she's not dressed like a mom or she's dressed too sexy or she shouldn't be wearing that. It really bothers me. And I'm going to tell you why. why. I'm going to explain. It bothers me because my wife has five kids, five beautiful children, right? Her body it looks amazing. You know, why can't my wife show it off? She's doing it in a tastefully way that looks beautiful, that she looks gorgeous, that's appealing to me. And I'm her husband and I don't have a problem with it. So sometimes I feel like, why the fuck would you have a problem with it? And it really bothers me because, you know, having a child is a lot of work. You mm-hmm. know, it, it does a lot of work to your body. It, it, it affects your body in many different ways, negatively, negative ways. Where sometimes it takes a woman a long time to get a body back. Sometimes the bodies bounce right back. Sometimes they don't have to worry about it. So I think the woman's body is beautiful and you should be able to express it the way that you want to express it. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here in front. When we first started, when we first got married and we were first dating, I hated what you wear. <laughs> let me not say I hated. I disliked what you wore when you went out. When you okay. were with me, it was the sexiest, most beautiful thing that I love to see because I just wanted to take you out of it. But when you went out with your friends, I was like, no. But that was me being insecure because I didn't want other men to look at you. I felt like if another man looked at you, they might be able to take you away, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of women have problems with that quote unquote sexy look and they feel like you should dress more like a mom. So what is more like a mom? Is that a cardigan? Is that? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that that's people, what do they call it? Slacks? I'm sure that people that leave comments like that are probably just conditioned to believe that moms dress one way and other females that fit into other categories dress other kinds of ways. And I think that it's just a matter of maybe how they were raised and thoughts and ideas that were put into their minds. I think other people may just be hating and other people, it just may be their genuine opinion. And I respect everybody's opinions. The only time that I don't appreciate an opinion is if I feel as though it's rooted in hate. That's the only time that someone's quote unquote opinion might irritate me. Uh But I don't mind if anyone has a negative opinion of anything where I'm concerned, as long as it's constructive or maybe they might just be raising it for a topic or just expressing themselves. That doesn't bother me at all. So let me ask you a question. But I do think that it's it's a close-minded way of thinking. So do you think that a mother, a woman could be, what's the, what's the question I'm asking, can dress too sexy or go too far with it? I think you can go too far with anything. Because I do see too far, but I, yeah. you know, like, Sometimes I, I I see women and, you know, due to their size, they shouldn't be wearing certain things, whether they're too small, maybe something just doesn't look right, or maybe they're too big and something doesn't look right. But if you have a, a nice shape or you're proud of your shape, wear whatever the fuck you want. And I hate when people are so damn judgmental on, well, she shouldn't be wearing that. Why the fuck does that concern you? Why, well, like, why does that bother you? You know, there's certain things I'm not going to lie that might be a little too far, but you know. The first thing you do is when you go out, whether you put on tights and you put on short shorts, you make sure your ass is not sticking out. Right. <laughs> OK. Right. Yes. I like to make sure that, you know, my 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 tush isn't showing. Right. Yeah, of course. You have b- beautiful legs. So you show your legs, Thank which I you. love. You, you wear some heels and then you always have a bra on. 
Yeah, I will never not wear a bra. So, you know, I, unless not, I'm in a bathing suit. It's not like the nipples are just free floating around. Yeah, everybody that's can just, see them. but that's my own thing. Like, so, I don't, I don't like to see nips. So let me ask you. So, <laughs> I will always wear a bra. So. So when people leave negative comments on, on your social media about something, how does that affect you? It doesn't. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you why, you know, because. The two things that I wanted to start the show with was with what women wear and how it affects other people and why people are so judgmental. And also social media, some of the comments that people, you know, make negatively, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitter, because a lot of times we tend to focus on the negative comments. And I think that's just forget about the positive comments. Mm -hmm. So so when you get a negative person or negative comments, how do you deal with it? And and how do you go through you know, what, what's your what's your mind like when you see something like that? Um, negative comments don't bother me. I just I read them and I keep and I'm a comment reader. You know, a lot of people may say that they don't read their comments. I read my comments. And this is what I want to get to. This is why I started this conversation. Oh, you had why? A, you had a, a plan. Yeah. <laughs> OK, well, don't get it twisted. Why if, do I read my comments? No, no. Let me tell the people out there if. Somebody, if let's say Gia has 932 comments on her page, Gia is going to read 932 comments. I don't care if we're in the movie theater, if we're getting a bite to eat, if we're, it doesn't matter. You want to read every last comment. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Um, well, the reason is because if you remember when I first started my Instagram page and I was so late compared to, I feel like the rest mm-hmm. of the planet, everybody was on Facebook and all other forms of social media. And I was never interested. I was never on any forms of social media. And then one day Madison was like, you should get on Instagram because you like to take pictures. And she created my Instagram page. And if you look at my Instagram page, the first picture is a picture of Madison's eye because she was just like, she was showing it to me as an example. Like, this is how you do it. You just take a picture of anything. She took a picture of her eye and it's still my first picture. I never went back and erased it. Mm -hmm. And as I started posting pictures and, you know, gaining followers, people would leave comments. And I was always so appreciative of people that took the time to leave a comment. You know, you took the time to write a comment. I'm going to take the time to read it. And in the very beginning, I would respond to each and every single I remember. comment. Literally. Mm-hmm. I don't know up until what point that it became a little too overwhelming for me just because we had so many kids. And during this time, I became pregnant, had a baby, became pregnant, had a baby. Maybe I think the first was like when, yeah, but babies, pregnancies. Okay. And it just, it took up a lot of time to respond to each and every single comment. But it was very important to me mm-hmm. just as a show of appreciation, you know, I, and I liked to respond back and it just got to a point where I couldn't anymore. And sometimes I do here and there, but I may not have time to respond, but I read everything just because if people took the time to write something at the very least i'm going to read it and a lot of times i'll like all of the comments even some of the negative ones because you took the time to write that too but i appreciate negative comments as well it it doesn't matter to me because i realize that it's a big wide world out there and there are opinions upon opinions and upon opinions so you can't get caught up in the thoughts, the feelings, and emotions of other people. You absolutely cannot get caught up 
in the negativity. Right. Because if you're susceptible to other people's negativity, it'll do nothing but bring you down. Right. Ruin your day. Change your mood. Change your attitude. Change the, the way that you deal with the people around you. And it's for no good. So I had to make up my mind that I'm not going to let negative opinions affect me. Correct. So I'll read it. And let it roll off and keep on moving. See, negative negative comments affect me. I know. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I, You know, and I think the reason why they do is because I work so hard and I bust my ass to try to be better than the competition. You know, mm-hmm. like I work hard every day. I mean, everybody I'm sure knows that. So when I see a negative comment, it affects me in a different way. You know, it used to make me want to say, go fuck yourself. You know, I would reply to people, go fuck yourself or go fuck your mother. And I used to say things like, it's the truth. <sighs> what? I used to say that. <laughs> okay. All right. The other day, I, I told somebody, go suck your mama. Like, I, like I, when you get disrespect from me, I get disrespect from you. But now, I just block everybody. Well, I think that that's good, too. I block. I will block the shit out of you. You say something that's halfway, where I can't, I can't figure it out if you're trying to be disrespectful or not. Block. Yeah, I don't I don't block negative commenters unless I believe that it comes from a negative place. If you're just a regular person sharing your opinion and you may not like opinions are cool. something. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I leave your comment. I don't block you. But if you're just a nasty individual trying to spread negativity, then I will erase the comment and block you. But as far as the way that it affects me, I'm just and for a lot of people, I'm sure it takes a long time to develop a thick skin. Right. And I know that there are people that just aren't on social media for that exact reason. But for me, I made up my mind to react that way. So that's how I react. But that's also just my personality. I'm not suggesting that it's easy to do that and that people should expect that of themselves or for that to come easily. It may take time to build that type of... um, that type of wall or that type of barrier between you and people that you don't know. Right, right. And and you also, and I've said this before, but sometimes people leave comments and you click on their page and you're like, whoa. You understand why they're so mad. Like, really? Yeah. You're being judgmental? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you have to consider the source. If someone may have a reason to hate on something about your life or pictures that you post, you should be able to identify that and disregard the comment. You consider the source. Now, the, the reason I, I asked those two questions, because this is a three-part Yeah, I'm wondering question. what you're leading into. Now, what I'm leading into is children on social media. And the reason I started with what you wear and how it affects you is because, you know, these things affect us in negative ways and give gives grownups it pisses grownups off. You know, a grownup can have a bad day based on a comment on Facebook or based on a comment it's on social media. It's very true because people, we're human. Right. We have feelings. And if someone points out something negative about you that you may not have noticed before, it might make you take a step back and look at yourself and say, wow, is that something that people see when they see me? Or right. so, And it doesn't have to be physical. It could be something about your personality. Correct. It could be the way you speak. It can be anything about you or your persona and it may make people reevaluate themselves and then it can create an insecurity and we all know what type of problems can stem from insecurities so it's very dangerous people are very hurtful now the reason i say that and the the reason it's a three-part question is because 
We have children that join social media so early. And a lot of times I get, hey, Envy, you know, when did you let your daughter join social media or your son join social media? And do you make sure that they're private or, or they're, you know, are, are they, you know, open and free? You know, what rules do you guys have because they respect mm. the way that we raise our kids? That's a good question. And, you know, Madison recently became, uh, she she was private Logan's still private, but Madison just recently took the private marker off Mm -hmm. with our permission. And we recently, every once in a while, we added her to, you know, different pictures if she's part of the pictures. But I think to answer everybody's question about when, when I thought it was right, when they understood that we weren't going to allow the negativity to affect them, you know, when I wasn't going to be worried that my daughter was going to be crying in a basement in a corner because she felt that somebody was bullying her or making fun of her mm-hmm. because that is a very serious problem because a lot of times it's not like when we were kids when we were kids if, if somebody made fun of you or something happened it was gone the next day mm-hmm. now these things live on social media so long and it could live the whole it could li- live the whole school year mm-hmm. so it can live much longer than a school year yeah, it can live your lifetime yeah. depending on what it is mm-hmm. so now what was your opinion on allowing madison to have a social media account and really being able to open it up and saying, okay, I don't mind if strangers go to her page. Well, we're relatively, well, you're a very public person and Mm -hmm. I'm a relatively public person now with this podcast. And I think that it's very difficult to keep your family private Uh when you are public. So I knew that at some point, she would be exposed in certain ways. So for me, it was okay for her to have a non-private page. But in the very beginning, every day, I would check the pictures that she posts right. and check the comments and check everything. A DMs and, as well. Yes. And I would read her captions and make sure that her captions were just great. You know what? Actually, um, maybe two or three weeks ago, she posted a picture mm-hmm. and it was funny. Like her caption was a little bit of a joke. And then there was an emoji that she used and I called her and I said, take that emoji out. As a matter of fact, if you want, change the caption. You can leave the caption, but take that emoji out because I don't want it to send the wrong impression. Right. And she was like, really? You think that people get that impression? I said, yeah, people that are looking for something negative to point out. Yeah. And you don't want to give anyone any fuel. She said, OK. And within five seconds, it was gone. Mm-hmm. So she's a very easy child to teach right. because she knows that we teach her from experience Correct. and with love and always with her best intentions in mind. So I don't get any resistance from her. So she's the type of person that can have that kind of responsibility of having a non-private page because it's easy for us to manipulate. I think even the private pages you have to watch out because private pages basically just means it's friends and your schoolmates because they're still allowing people to come in. But I also think it's it's keeping an eye on what's going on on your son or daughter's page, you know. Uh, for a long time, I used to get my kids text messages. Um, I don't know how it was on the phone. If you have something, heard. it was something with the iCloud. We had something with iCloud where we were getting their text messages. Right. They were getting some of ours. It was this whole huge yeah. confusion over and, here. And we kept it on there for a while because I was getting Madison's text messages. So 
I was excited because I got to see who was texting her, <laughs> why they were texting her. Right, because her, you're nosy. I am definitely Yes, because nosy you're nosy. And protective of my daughter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we, we're very on top of our kids when it comes to our social media. And not only that, you know, our family's a little strange. And the reason I say that is I can take a picture and say, Madison, post it. And Madison will go on my page and post a picture. Right. Or mm-hmm. Madison, if I'm sleeping and I spell a, a name or a word wrong, mm-hmm. she will go while I'm sleeping because everybody has the code to my phone. So it's not because like, you don't it's you, not, it's you not won't like differentiate there. E.R.E. And right. the other like <laughs> so she's like, why can't he get his theirs right? Right. I just I type fast. <laughs> And I think my code to my phone is like two 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 four. Like it's it's so simple. So the kids right. are always the kids are always on my phone. I don't care. I don't have nothing to hide. Like you know, it it is what it is. But they're able to change and they get to see a lot of the stuff that that goes on. But they're so secure in themselves, and I continue to make sure that they're secure because I never want them to get into an incident where they have a problem or they feel a certain way or they're scared or they're being bullied online. So to answer the the, the question of, of everybody, because everybody always asks me, like, you have kids, when do you allow them on social media? When I feel like they're capable of understanding, not being bothered and being confident. Logan, on the other hand, he is there to that point. But I'm just scared Logan is going to do something that's a little crazy. Like, like Lo- Logan's the type to do like Madison's a square, right? <laughs> and when I say square, you know, I mean, I don't know about that word. You no, know, it's the squarest in the nicest way. Meaning okay. She's very beautiful, very intelligent, very smart. But I mean, I don't think Madison's going to kiss a boy until she's 40. <laughs> I just be honest. That's my daughter. And I'm cool with that. No, she really has never kissed a boy. And I'm happy. She's going to be 16 and. In November. And we're not going to put that pressure on her. I'm happy about that. Right. I'm good. Right. Now, my son, Sweet on the other baby. hand. I'm so wait, she's a square because she makes good decisions? A little bit. Not, like, I don't, <laughs> like, you don't understand. I never have to worry about Madison drinking and driving. I never have to worry about baby. her smoking. I never have to worry about her doing anything against the law. She's not going to jaywalk. Like, she's that serious. Can I segue really quickly? Sure. I want to segue because when you say that. I can only imagine that there are people listening that are thinking, yeah, okay. Yeah, everybody swears that their daughter or that their son is so well-behaved and they'll never do this and they'll never do that. That And, you know, there are times when I'm sitting... If you're going to tell me something that's going to upset me about my... Oh, no, no, no. I have nothing to tell you. I was about to say... I know what I'm I'm saying is I want to address that because when you said it, Uh I know what some people may think because it's the knee-jerk reaction. Okay. Like, how do you know? Or you're so sure. And there are times where I have to be socially responsible. I may be sitting in a group of friends or acquaintances Mm -hmm. or just other moms in different places. I could be, you know, at a party or at a barbecue or at Chuck E. Cheese or, you know, wherever. Right. And sometimes moms get together and they talk. And especially at Madison's age, now everybody's talking about what these teenagers are doing right now. Okay. And it's so unfathomable and whatnot, which it is. And I'll have to express restraint as to not talk about Madison or my beliefs 
where Madison is concerned because you don't want to say, oh, no, that's not a concern of mine Correct. with Madison or, you know, she behaves in this way or she's this type of child. Because if you do say that, you're nine times out of 10 going to get an eye roll mm-hmm. and people are going to think that you're walking around life with blinders or right. with rose colored glasses. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? I mean, I don't care. You know, I, I feel like if we know what, how our daughter is, you say, how, however you feel. If somebody else's kid is fucking up, that's your kid. Like, I can give you a hint and say, hey, you know, but, you know, let's be honest, right? Let's be absolutely positively fucking honest, right? The town that we live in, there are 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds that are drinking and smoking. Absolutely. And parents know. They know. And they're cool with it. They're cool with it. Some of the parents actually go to the liquor store and buy the beer and liquor for the kids. Mm -hmm. They have parties at the house and the the, the parents supply the liquor. Mm -hmm. That's fucking crazy. That's not going to happen under my watch. And Madison knows that that's not going to happen. I cannot tell you how many times I had to bite my tongue during conversations like that. Right. But that's because when I tell you that my frame of mind is so outnumbered, Mm -hmm. it's baffling to me i i i honestly don't understand it and i don't want to be miss goody two shoes or um the right fighter or i don't i especially don't want to come across as the one that's preaching Mm -hmm. to other women in my surroundings so what i typically do is I observe okay. because it's all food for thought. It's a good way to know what's going on in other people's homes and how other people are raising their kids. And I don't answer unless I'm asked. Okay. If I'm asked, then I'll answer. But I try to answer delicately because at the same time, I don't want to offend anyone or their parenting skills. And there's been times where it's been close friends of mine where I cannot tell you. I mean, we have polar opposite opinions Mm -hmm. and it's difficult to express because you know what it is? What? A lot of times parents don't want to alienate their kids. Okay. And they feel lucky and privileged that their children communicate with them and tell them what they're doing. So the frame of mind is because they're telling me the truth about what they're doing, I don't want to dissuade them from their negative actions because if I do, they're going to do it anyway and just not tell me. Correct. And then I'll be a parent in the dark. Right. And I find that more parents want to be so cool with their kids and it comes at the expense of actually parenting. I see that. Your kids. I see that all the time. Yeah. I see that all the time. You know, I think a lot of parents turn a blind eye because they don't want to go down or, or get on their kids too much where we don't care. You know, we're the type to, to yell at our, our kids, throw them in the closet and then an hour later, give them a great big hug and take them to Baskin Robbins. That, that's just <laughs> that's just what we do as a family. You right. Know? We are right. that way. You know, we care and protect our children more than anything else. We don't care if they're mad at us or hate us for the day. We don't care. We just care for what's best for them, you know, and that works best for us and that works well for us, you know, but, but, you know, this came from, you know, the social media and, and the parents. It freaks me out sometimes because if you look at some of these other kids' social media, I feel like they're setting them, they're, these kids are setting themselves up for failure. In what way? Um, 
it's kind of like you, you look at some of these dumbass rappers sometimes, right? And they're posting guns online and they're posting drugs online and not even just rappers. You know, it could be, you know, just dumbass criminals or dumbass people that just post illegal stuff mm-hmm. online and they think it's cool. But it's I unbelievable. See, but I see at this age for kids that these kids are uh, watching what, you know, some of these rappers are doing and, and they're posting drugs and posting illegal stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Like, how does that make sense? How does that benefit you? What does that do for you? And I think parents really have to monitor these kids' social media and be very, very careful and make sure that your child is 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 doing the right thing. And I know parents think it's hard because, you know, you buy your kid an iPhone and they pretty much can get a Snapchat or whatever they want to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm going to grab my daughter's phone and I'm going to look through it. That's just what it is. I'm going to grab my son's phone and look through it. Okay. Yes. Because you're so time conscious uh-huh. about this podcast, let me do a little bit of direction because there's something that you just mentioned that absolutely is what, a little bit of time conscious. What the you're heck? very time conscious. Like I might want to do an extra email or talk about something else. And you're looking at me like time's up. So let me, I, I want to be conscious of time because there's something I do want to talk about because there's something you just mentioned and I want to make sure that we talk about it. Oh, 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 go ahead. But I don't want to overlook the fact that before I interrupted you a little while ago, you were going to talk about Logan and you said that you worry a little bit about Logan being not private. Oh yeah, what I was going to say with Logan. <laughs> I like to be full circle, right? You know, we have two different children, two different ways to think differently, act differently, and we have to watch them and monitor them differently. You know, Logan is more of a show off, in my opinion. He wants to be the cool kid. He wants to be the, not even the You've cool kid. You've said that before. He wants to be the coolest kid. Um, yes, absolutely. I'll fight you right now if you say I'm lying. I'm not going to say that you're lying, but I don't think that it comes from the drive to be a cool kid. I think it's the drive to be the coolest, the best at anything he does. Like he Maybe will... to be the best. All right, for example. But I don't think that his actions come from a place where he's thinking to himself, I want to be the coolest or I want to be the most liked. All right. I don't think that his drive is popularity. I don't think that Logan cares about popularity. You know, I right, actually instance, no. Logan doesn't care about popularity. If we if he has 10 kids and if there's 10 kids at our house right now. Right. Uh-huh. And somebody says nobody can jump off the roof and, and dive into the pool. He's going to want to prove that he can. He's going to say, okay, watch this. Not only am I going to dive, right, right, I'm going right. to dive with a blindfold on to show you that I can do it. I'm going to do it backwards. And I'm going to do it backwards. <laughs> that is Logan. But think about what you're saying. That comes from a mentality of saying, oh, so you're a naysayer? Well, I'm a yaysayer. Watch me. Also, But that's not... From him saying, I want to be popular or I want to be cool. That's more so from the perspective of, I want to prove you wrong. So it's different. No, all right. All right. So I'll show you another because, example. Hold on. Because if his drive was to be popular or to be cool, that's all types of red flags. And that would worry me about his personality because that can lead him down a lot of other negative roads. Well, and I think you. we would be trying to do damage control if we saw that as a marker of his personality because that's problematic. Well, let me ask you, right? We have a sports car, right? Sports car goes up to 280 miles an hour, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, I would give it to Madison all day, every day to drive to school. Not Logan. Okay. New, 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 new. Madison wouldn't go over 10 miles an hour. I mean, we take her to the go-kart 
track and she's signaling and riding the slow lane. Okay. Like her, 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 her motivation is not to win. Now, now <laughs> so Logan, she's now, not looking for a thrill. Now, Logan is the type to drive on 280 miles an hour and then put it on Snapchat. That's Logan. Um, does he have a Snapchat? Yes. Oh, um, you're the monitor, not me. He um, has one. Um, I don't know if he's putting. I I don't follow him on Snapchat, no, so I don't know how he is. But he's definitely the type to speed and take it. You know, as far as it can because go, because he wants to be the best. He wants to show everybody that he could do things. That no, he- even if he's in the car by himself, I think he would do it. I don't think it's about proving to other people. I think it's about proving to himself, and that is a difference. Because when you word it the way that you word it, you send a different impression. The way you're wording it. It has a different meaning than what it really is. If he's proving it to himself, that's a self-driven thing. If he's proving it to others, then that's a problem. Okay. And if you think that there's, if you think that's what it is, then we have to have that discussion because then we need to do damage control now. Because at 13, that means that he may be very different from Madison in the sense where I feel I can say, yeah, that kid isn't going to drink until she's 21. And I don't even know if at 21 she will, because right now she's like, I will never drink. Beer is so disgusting. Have you ever smelled it? Oh my gosh. I love it. That's her. But Logan. I'd be like, I could drink 10 cans of beer. Maybe. And that, see, he's not the kid. That we can swear for because he has different motivations while Madison is. So, you know, we're not the parents that say, oh, you know, our kids would never do this. It's not as though we have our head in the clouds. It's about identifying individual personalities. And right now we're only at the first two. We have three more personalities to pretty much you know have an opinion on and, and boy, are they decide how we are going to steer and guide their personalities to make sure that there are no red flags so, i'll take london you got brooklyn and jackson <laughs> of course you'll take london so this is what i wanted to bring up and i had no idea you were going this way and it's funny because i was i wanted to talk about this uh-huh. on one of these podcasts so it kind of relates now where you're talking about kids that are doing crazy things on social media correct and not caring and being i don't want to call them bad kids because i really don't like that word i don't like that phrase but maybe at this point in their life at the very least misguided um someone dm'd me Mm -hmm. a very nice female and she shared a story with me that I hadn't heard. Okay. A lot of times I don't really get to watch the news. And sometimes when I'm out and I'm running around with the kids, if I have five minutes here, my news really is Instagram. I'll just turn on my phone. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question before you what? continue. You got water over there? No, it's empty. Oh, it's hot as a motherfucker down here. All right, go ahead. You turn on the heat? No, but I'm like, it is hot down here. I don't know what's going on. Okay. If there's ahead. a problem with the air condition, because I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. Okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> All right. At least I'm not alone. Okay. I'm about to take my shirt off, so don't get turned on. <laughs> okay. So uh, she shared a story with me that I wasn't aware with because, like I was saying, a lot of times I'll just catch my news on Instagram. You know, you do a few thumb scrolls and you know everything that's going on in the for world the day, right? in the world for the day. And this was a story that somehow got past me. Mm. So when I I read her message, and I'll tell you what it said in a second, and I said, 
when did this happen? Where where did you get the story? She sent me the video. Did I show it to you? No. So you don't even know what I'm talking about. No clue. All right. So tell me if, if you even knew about it. But I immediately showed Madison, who was in tears. I showed our handyman because he was there and I adore him. And I showed our nanny, who we're close with. And everybody was just floored. What they see? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. Did you hear this story about a man in Florida? Oh, the drowning? Yes. And the kids laughing and everything? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. So let me ask you, is, was that a huge, huge story? Yes. So it was everywhere? Everywhere, yeah. Okay, well, it slipped through me, through my fingers. I had, I had no idea. And I sat there and watched that video and tears were running down my face. When I showed Madison tears, real tears were running down her face. Mm-hmm. And even thinking about it right now, it just makes me feel away. And the person that DM'd me did so because she was so concerned and had the same reaction. And she asked me something to the effect of, and I can't read it because I wasn't prepared for this conversation, but she said something to the effect of how is this possible for one? And how do we raise our kids to not be capable of what these kids were capable of? And I want to know what you think about that. All right. Well, when I see that video, and if you don't know what Let's the video is, let me explain it. what the video is. Now, the video is a Gosh. man who, um, he's he was handicapped. Not was ha- he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Not handicapped in a handicapped way where he couldn't walk straight. He's, what's the term I'm looking for? Was he for? mentally handicapped? He was mentally disabled, right? Okay. So, he was uh, he had a fiance and I guess he got into right. an argument with his fiance and, his and mother or at the house. His, and and or her mother, right. his mother mm-hmm. right? got into an argument mm-hmm. and allegedly hopped over the fence and jumped in a lake. It was a pond, right? Pond mm-hmm. lake. Mm-hmm. I'm just being specific. So these kids, uh, they range from 14 to 16, 14 to I believe. 16 right? They mm-hmm. were by the lake smoking weed. Were they smoking weed? Smoking I weed. didn't hear that part mm-hmm. either. I'll just say allegedly because so that way we won't get sued. Uh, okay. But I but I, I remember in the video they said like pass that or we smoking or whatever it must be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mis- the mentally disabled guy is in the pond swimming and I guess the boys can tell. I think there was four or five boys. They could tell that he, the guy couldn't swim. Mm-hmm. So the, the guy was drowning. Mm-hmm. Now they're videotaping the guy drowning, but they're given a play by play like. Oh well, he dumped his head. Oh, he's almost dead now. He's almost dead. Oh, you oh yo, and, and they're yelling at him. You Yo, should have never got in there. Yo, homie, you dumbass shouldn't have got in there. Things to this. Effect. I'm not gonna come and get you because it gotta be an alligator in there. And they're talking about him. And, things to this effect, not verbatim, but right. they were yelling things yeah, yelling, similar. Yelling at him, and so the body just basically bas- saying, "Good for you." This was the sentiment behind what they said. Good for you. You should have never got in there and we're definitely not going to help you. And it got to the point where they said, oh, he's going under or something, something to that effect Uh and said, oh, wait, he's about to die. And then they said, oh, he just died. And they are laughing, laughing, taunting him and laughing at the same time while expressing the fact that he's just there for their entertainment. Now, what what made it even worse is those kids never called the police. At no time did they call the police. The body was found five, five days, days later. later. When the body, you know, I guess the body. Five days later. So they took this video. Right. They took this video and they sat on it. 
knowing that that man was at the bottom of that pond and they never let a soul know until he was found. And I don't know if they did let someone know or if someone that they told. I don't know how the well, video they surfaced. They, they said they posted on social media. A neighbor that seen the social sense. media and said there's a body in the lake. And then when they went and searched, they found the body. Now, the, the sad thing about this is the kids were 14 to 16. They can't be charged because I think uh, Florida has the law where if you see somebody in distress, you don't have to help. Right. In some states, if you see somebody in distress, it's your law. You have to help. It's your obligation. It's your obligation. So now I thought about this, right? And although it's fucked up, although it hurts my heart. I don't even like the word although. I'm explaining it to you. I don't necessarily think it's those boys' fault. And I'm going to tell you why. They, A, weren't raised in a way where they have feeling towards somebody else. They have compassion to somebody else. However, I think that they raised, and maybe I could be wrong, I can't see my son or daughter not having compassion for somebody else. Now, I'm not going to lie. Logan and Madison are not going to jump in a pond to get you. They're not going to jump in there because they're going to think it's a lake. But what? I mean, and they're gonna think alligators are in that lake. I think, I think you're wrong. I, not, I, I think, no, actually, I know that you're wrong. I don't think we'll jump in the lake because I, when I, think, I had the conversation with them, and Madison was tearing, and then Logan came later, and then I showed him, they were mortified that the kids did nothing, that they didn't even go in and try. And I'm gonna prove you wrong. Logan even said to me specifically, he said, "Mom." I would try, but I might die trying because I don't think I'm that strong of a swimmer. Right. And I said, what do you mean you don't think you're a strong swimmer? You don't think like you're an excellent swimmer. He said, no, no, no. When I what I mean by strong swimmer is I don't think that I'd be able to support his weight and be able to drag him right. to the side. Honestly, I wouldn't want my kids to jump in a, a lake to try to save somebody. I would want them to call the police and come get me if I'm around. Because daddy can pull that guy out. Daddy was swam on a swim team for eight years. Daddy's a strong Whether swimmer. Whether they actually, this, but like here's the thing, babes. Things. Mm. That isn't even the point. Right. The point isn't whether they would actually do it, could actually do it, would be successful in doing it. It's the compassion that they would have the drive to want to do it. Or to help. To want to, to help. help. Absolutely. To not sit there and watch somebody lose their life. Like these boys sat there and watched that man lose his life right before their eyes. But do you understand that's parenting and the fact that those kids have no compassion? Those kids have no heart. And and, and I don't know where they're from, what part of Florida it's from or, or was, how they were raised. So horrible. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where those kids have no compassion. They're probably raised from the streets. And you think and all five of them were raised the same way to think similarly? Like all I, five of their parents had flawed parenting and none of their parents taught them compassion yeah, yeah i don't know if that's the case baby i have I, like there is no way in how i can see or see a person drowning and laughed laughed and joked and, and, then, joked. and then sat on a video for five days i think it's that i think it's the fact that these kids might be seeing shooting killing and that's another thing a lot of things are desensitized because we see it so much you see killings you see shootings you see death the, you know, you see it in these areas and that's why these kids did it. Now, is it fucked up? Absolutely. You know, um, do I feel a, a thousand times bad for the families 
that that lost that that man in that in that pond he was 31 lake. Years 31 old. years old. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, it's a problem because these kids are desensitized. There is no compassion anymore. There is no compassion. The fact that you hear these stories all the time and you hear a 13-year-old shooting a 10-year-old because of an argument. There is no compassion. They don't they don't fucking believe in life. Like life doesn't mean anything. To sit there and watch this guy bobbing, do you know the toughest way to die is two ways in my opinion. One is to burn to death and the other is to drown. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you, anybody's out there swimming and you almost and you almost feel like you're drowning and you got to get that oxygen in your lungs and that water's there and you can't breathe and that feeling, just imagine that feeling times 30. Like, you, you nothing you could do because that person can't swim. How fucked up was it to watch those kids? Yeah, it was fucking horrible. I could not believe it. I, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I couldn't believe that they sat there and they were amused by it. Like that man was dying for their yeah. entertainment. I, but I, I can't. But even, you know, I go out and I talk to a lot of kids sometimes and, and we do a lot of drives and a lot of giveaways and talk to kids at different schools, whether it's regular schools or, or schools in the hood. Yeah. And even talking to these kids, these kids have hearts. I can't see none. of Like that was a crazy group of individuals like. And it was like a packed mentality. Right. A, a, like. That was something I have never seen before. If you ever talk about the devil's work or or evil, that was that. The fact that you can see that, joke about it, laugh about it, tape it, and then put the tape out. Because think about it. Let's because say because you think that other people are going to be just as amused right. as you were. Think about it. You tape it. And say you say you did tape it, and you get home, and that night you say you don't look at that shit at the end of the night. I'm like, damn, I fucked up. I should have said something. No, you put the tape out on social media like it's fucking funny. That's a problem. You know, it, that is just disgusting. It's just disgusting. And I would hate to blame that 14 and 15 and 16 year old. I would have to think that maybe they were raised in a different way because at 14, I don't know. Like, it, it's hard to say, like, you, you you learn your behaviors and the things that you do from the taught. You know, they learn from that, things. But, but it's, it's just so fucked up. But I, I. I don't want to say that I disagree with you. It's not that I disagree with you, but I think that there might be some other factors. I think that they may have come from decent homes, relatively decent homes. Maybe not all of them, maybe one, two, three, who knows? I think that there are factors that can sometimes override good parenting. And I think that when... And maybe the fact they were smoking weed. And a pack... And you have a pack mentality. Mm-hmm. I think gang men- mentality can override good parenting because you can't tell me that every kid that finds themselves in a gang was raised poorly. Okay. That's not always the case, but okay. it can be more important to you to prove loyalty and commitment to a gang than to ra- to act by the way that you were raised. Yeah. So there are things that can kind of sneak in. So I don't know anything about these boys other than now that you're telling me that they were smoking weed and maybe allegedly. allegedly. Mm -hmm. Okay, they were allegedly smoking weed and possibly their judgment was impaired. But I don't believe that weed can impair your judgment so much that you would let something like that happen without even having concern even if they didn't jump in and do anything themselves 
Even if they couldn't get their wits together to make a phone call, just to hear them maybe panicking or concerned or something while it was taking place would have left a different taste in everyone who saw that video's mouth. People are so desensitized, you know? And are you are you finished saying what you have to say about yeah. that? Because I want to tell you another story. Yes. You know, a couple days later, a 17-year-old girl was driving in her car, right? Mm-hmm. She had her, I believe it was her eight or nine-year-old sister in the back mm-hmm. and a 15-year-old friend. She was driving on the highway, taping herself on, I believe it was one of these, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, one of these Something. lives. And she crashed. That just happened? It just happened. Something similar happened last year as well. Crashed. Mm-hmm. She crashed. The car flipped over. The nine-year-old flew out the car. Oh. Right? Okay. Nine-year-old died. Now, the 17-year-old gets out the car, film, still filming, filming the nine-year-old. Her sister. Her sister, dead on the floor, head busted open. Like, you see the skull. You saw this for yourself? Yes. You saw this video? Yes. Blood pouring out, talking about, yo, my sister's about to fucking die, but I'm going to hold it down for her. I'm going to hold it down for her. What? Why the fuck are you on social media live and not calling 911? Now, it it turned out that this dumbass girl had liquor in her system. Hold on, what about the 15-year-old? The 15-year-old was just, uh, she was was rushed to the hospital. She didn't die. She had a bunch of problems, bumps, scars, bruises. Injuries, okay. Injuries. But her little sister, her younger sister died. But she's sitting there on social media talking about, yeah, I'm going to hold it down for you. I'm probably going to go to jail for the rest of my life for this. But yo, I got us. I, what the fuck do you got? Where did this take place? What state? Do I don't know? remember what state it was. But we're so desensitized that we're filming wow. the death of a 14 of your, your little sister and not even calling the police, not even trying to get help. You're so trying to get the perfect shot. Capture the moment. Trying to capture the moment. Trying to get some likes on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. It retweets on Twitter. But it's it's like it's to a point now where everybody's desensitized because you're you're more you'd rather get a like or retweet or a Facebook comment than to save your sister, which is crazy to me. I mean, that that happened. Well, not the exact same thing, but last year um, it was a guy who was 19, a boy that was 19. He was driving and I believe he was speeding and he was snapping at the same time and ran off the road mm-hmm. and wound up um, being decapitated and losing his life. Right. And I mean, and this is another little bit of a left turn, but when you talked about the 17 year old with her nine year old sister in the car. And you just talked about, you know, what wound up happening that to reiterate something that I've said before, that's why I won't let, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Any of Madison's teenage friends drive her around. Right. Never, ever, ever. Because I cannot account for if that person drank earlier, if that person is drinking while they're driving, Correct. if they've smoked, if they text and drive, if they talk on the phone and drive, I can't account for that. So an accident, a, 
misjudgment can happen in a split second and a split second can cause someone their lives. So, and again, I've said this before, but with Madison, if she ever winds up in an accident Mm -hmm. and I'm only saying Madison because she's, you know, close to getting her permit. Correct. If anything ever happens to her, I want to make sure that it is because she made a mistake right. or it was something that was completely out of her out of her control, not because I allowed her to be in a situation that I couldn't gauge and that person made a mistake and it cost her her life. Like this little nine-year-old girl lost her life because of a situation that was out of her control. Correct. You know, it's just very sad. <laughs> And uh, I, I apologize for, you know, closing out and ending out the podcast with such a negativity. But I just wanted to talk about some of the social media things and pray and hope that maybe, you know, if you have kids and, you know, you could talk to your kids about social media early and the effects and what they should do. Because a lot of times we just think, oh, they're just on there hanging with their friends or hitting their friends. But you never know what's happening. You should definitely dive in and definitely see what's going on. And a lot of parents don't do that. They don't monitor their children's social media because I've been on Madison's social media and I've seen picture after picture after mm-hmm. picture of 14, 15 and 16 year olds posing in pictures with alcohol, drinking alcohol, smoking weed, guzzling alcohol, smoking weed and a 16-year-old is not out of your control, parents. If you have a 16-year-old, it is within your control to make sure that their social media depicts what a 16-year-old's social media should depict. Right. And that should be a reflection of the life that they're actually living. And it's your job to make sure that they are living right as teenagers. Absolutely. And you can't be so obsessed with having a good relationship with them or being the cool mom right. or the cool dad yep. at the sake of your children's safety. Absolutely. And I think that with us, our parents, abs- excuse me, our kids absolutely look at us as the cool parents because we've figure out a, figured out a way in our house to walk that line where we're cool, we'll do anything for you. You can lay down in my bed and tell me your whole day, your whole month. You can tell me about everyone around you and whatnot. But at the same time, you have to respect me. You have to listen to me. You have to obey. You have to follow the rules and you have to do what's in your best interest because we love you and that's what our job is. And they respond to that well. And I think it's because we've parented them that way since they were very, very, very young. And I'm hoping for the same results with our three youngest children. Absolutely. I want to follow the same format. So wishing you guys well with your kids and even if they're not your kids, if they're your nieces, your nephews, your siblings, if you can have a hand in making sure that they walk the right path, make sure you take that hand and you make a fist and you do everything that you can to see to that. Takes a village to raise a kid, right? Is it? A village to raise a kid, something like that. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I was trying to say. <laughs> anyway, well. I don't feel very happy right now. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here anyway. Right. Um, next week I want to, um, we got a, we got like two or three emails asking about your mom. Uh, I guess a couple, a couple of our uh, listeners, their mother has something similar to your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, my uh, mother has dementia. Yeah, our mom dementia. has dementia. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that next week and how it affects and how we get through that. And, you know, cause she forgets everything, you know, 
she calls our, our smallest baby a, a girl all the time. No, a she boy. is a girl. Yeah, she is a girl. She would call we have her too many. You can't keep yeah, track. Call her a boy all the time. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that next week. Okay, sounds good. Sweetie. All right. So again, you can always hit us up at DJ Envy or at Gia uh, underscore Casey and hit us up on Instagram. And we appreciate you guys riding for us and riding with us. And don't forget, you can always hit up the website, the or the, no, it's the CaseyCrew.com. T H E CaseyCrew.com. And if you want to email us, it's the T H E E CaseyCrew at gmail.com. And don't forget, if you want your socks, your t shirts, uh, your wine glasses, your mugs. We reordered everything, so there's new shipment in, and we appreciate everybody for you know for rocking out with us. All right. Yes. And I'm DJ Envy, and I am Gia Casey, and this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> toodle lee. Toodle lose. Toodles. Toodles. Come on.